Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I wasn't recording. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> good. Um, sorry, we've just been talking for five minutes without we. Yeah, pressing record. Yes, I know. I thought, why is that red light flashing? And I think, yeah, it's a bad sign, you know. That's a bad sign, but thank God you realised. Yeah. So, yeah, it's 2021. This is the final episode of our podcast for this year. It is. And and a funny year, right? Well, I mean, what's it's been actually quite a brilliant year in comparison to last year, but then now, mm. what I feel is that last Christmas we were robbed. Mm-hmm. And there's that we're all quite pessimistic and scared that we're about to get robbed, robbed again. again. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a time to not be consuming too much news or you will get depressed. Yeah, I watched... There's um, a lot of fear-mongering I watched going Andrew on. Marr on, on Sunday. How did you feel? Which I quite like that show. You know, apparently he's leaving it soon. But I think he does a very thorough job. Well, Andrew Marr's leaving the Andrew Marr show. Yeah. They'll have to find another Andrew Marr. So Quite it would tricky. be... Do you know who'd be great on that? Go on. You. Yeah, do you reckon? Yes. Um, I mean, I'll have to get slightly thinner hair, you know, mm. and age a bit. Mm. Okay, forget and it. Show don't, a don't keen do interest it. in history. Um, but anyway, he's very good on that show, but he did have a scientist on there on, on Saturday basically saying, it's too soon. We just don't know. Two, two weeks. Another mm. two weeks. And you think, what? On Christmas Day, we'll find out how deadly it all is. But I, what I think is interesting... Yeah. I've got an account for you to follow. Uh-huh. And I love following this account because mm-hmm. I look at this account every single day and I have done every single day since the COVID pandemic. Since they set this account up, yeah. I've looked at it every, every single day. And I've given you the statistics from this every single day. Oh, you have. You've given me a lot so of statistics. So it's got yeah. 163.8 thousand followers Uh and it says helping the united kingdom through the current covid19 crisis by delivering impartial understandable and consistent official statistics from trusted sources okay so these are government statistics they are ons statistics which is the office for national statistics (laughs) well done um and it's called uh, on twitter at UK COVID-19 stats. And what I like about it is mm-hmm. that it will provide you with today's stats. So uh, today is Monday, the 13th of December. So we're recording it five days early. And it's, it gives you the people that have tested positive overall. Um, it gives you the new cases that have happened. It gives you the number of deaths, tragic deaths. Yep. Um, and it also gives you the number of a new death for that day mm-hmm. but then it underneath in small writing it says last monday it tells you how many people were tested okay. positive and how many deaths were reported and sometimes it's been bleak yeah yeah and it's looked terrible uh-huh. but it you will always see a, a different trend so mm-hmm. obviously since the vaccinations have hit mm-hmm. we've seen 
the number of cases rising because yeah. all the restrictions got lifted, yeah. rising and ebb, you know ebbing and flowing a mm-hmm. bit up, a bit down. But we have seen the deaths falling, yeah, falling, 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 falling. Obviously, with Omicron just mm. going everywhere, yeah. um, the cases are going up. So last Monday, the cases were 51,459. 51, and this Monday, they were 54,661. Mm. And they are going to go up exponentially. Yeah, they're going to go up a lot. Aren't but they? the number of deaths um, this Monday, and they're always low on a Monday, yeah, yeah. just to let you know. So they will be much higher tomorrow. Yes. Um, because you've got the weekend lag. Mm-hmm. But the number of deaths, so you can't you can't compare today's deaths. Yes, I'm talking about deaths very casually. I don't feel yes. casually about okay, it, but yes. I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're talking statistics. It's all good. You can't compare today's deaths mm-hmm. to tomorrow's because of the lag, but you can compare it mm-hmm. to last Monday. Yes, because it was a Monday, it was a Monday. same as this yeah, week. Yeah. So this Monday there were 38 new deaths from COVID, mm-hmm. and last Monday there were 41. Okay. So it it might go up next week. Yeah, yeah. But for me, this yeah. week is a win. Yeah. But all you will hear in the papers is mm. cases, cases, cases going up exponentially. Oh, my God, it's all horrific. Yeah. First, you know, death yeah, yeah. from Omicron today. today wasn't oh, it? my I God, yeah, yeah. all horrific. But actually, the overall deaths from COVID this week yeah. from compared to last week are down. He's better. No one says that. Yeah, yeah, I know. So... This is a good account to follow on Twitter. It's impartial. It's understandable. They are official statistics. And, you know, sometimes it's bleak, but sometimes it's good news. 163.8 thousand followers, and it's called UK COVID-19 Stats on Twitter. That is a great recommendation. There you go. Yeah, good work. On the subject of that, so every Christmas, I sit down and watch the Christmas lectures. Now, oh! Yeah. You're unfamiliar with these. Right? I am unfamiliar with yeah. these, but you told me about these and they just sound... Mm, they're great. So uh, every year amazing. they find a professor of a particular subject that might have been in the news a bit that year. Mm. Might be to do with space exploration or physics or mm. uh, nuclear fusion or something like that. But they do three-day lectures. And they're not all day, but they're about an hour, an hour and a half, I think. And they these ones run from the 28th, 29th and 30th of December. So it's just in the lull after Boxing Day, mm. essentially. You know, you're on the bit of a come down. Mm. You've eaten a lot. You want to just sit in front of the telly. You've done and your all brain the, is brain susceptible. Needs, it needs food. It needs feeding, right? It needs food. So the, the Christmas lectures are on this year. I'd highly recommend them. They're brilliant to watch with kids. Where essentially do what them? they do, they're on the BBC. So I'm pretty sure they're Where? on BBC One. Like on BBC oh, One? Oh yeah, on BBC One. Like, at, what sort of time do they go out? Uh, about 11 o'clock in the morning, 10.30, 11 oh, o'clock in so the morning. Oh, so it's daytime. So you have a bit of breakfast, yeah, and then sit down and watch yourself an hour's worth of, of a lecture from a very highly esteemed professor of whatever subject it is there. What covering. is it this year? So this year, it's, it's called About Going Viral, How COVID Changed Science Forever. So um, this is an epidemiologist, it's three lectures, he's mm-hmm. called Jonathan Van Tam, and he'll take a deep dive into viruses and reveal mm. why discoveries and advances made during the ongoing pandemic mean mm. biological science will never, never be, be the, the same, same again. Mm. Um, That's amazing, So isn't he's it? great. So the 2021 Christmas lectures from the Royal Institute, uh, Jonathan Van Tam will be joined by an expert of British scientists who all played vital roles in the COVID-19 pandemic to reveal how new discoveries are set to change the future of medicine. 
Every time I've watched these lectures, mm. they have blown my brains really? out of my head. Yeah, they're so good. Can you go so back good. and watch old ones then on you the must iPlayer? Be able to. I've, I've never seen them on the iPlayer, but maybe at right. Christmas when they might put previous years on. Mm. And sometimes I've noticed on the TV you could watch last years, but um, I assume on the iPlayer you can. I think it's but crazy. This is iPlayer like territory, isn't territory, it? Like, yeah, isn't yeah. It? So this well, is well, exactly well, the kind well, of stuff we need. We'll have a little look, but what? What, what they do is they've got this uh, the very famous uh, Royal Institute where they do these things. It's like an old amphitheatre. Yeah. And the guy sits in the middle like an old school university lecturer or something yeah. like that. And the kids are all banked up. And the children there, I would say, are aged between about 11 and 16 or something mm-hmm. like that. They're involved with it. And they, they so often use the children. It's, it's wholly appropriate for all the for family, all the I would family. say. Me yeah. and Sonny have sat and watched them for, for years since he was probably 10 or 11 years old. There's um, experiments done where they bring kids out of the audience and sit them down and then get them to hold things while stuff wow. goes off and all that kind of stuff to oh, try and wow. demonstrate how things work. So what I would say is it's hugely inclusive. It's heavily scripted because it's, it's, they're going out live, these yes, things so, as oh, well. They're completely oh, live, so God. not edited. So, you know, they're following an autocue essentially. So you are getting accurate information. It's not yes. just kind of bumbling along. Yes. And the presenters are slightly restricted by the script. So it's quite interesting right. watching just... The art of someone present that kind of stuff that, I, um, that's quite hard to do oh it's really hard to do mm. even for a seasoned presenter and mm. these are teachers so they're yes. not presenting tv they're normally just I presenting students i suppose they are students. used to presenting a lot but they can yeah they you can, can drift normally can't go, you? you can drift and then bring but it back but you've only got can't. one hour yes and you've got to get this information across yes. so it's really interesting just watching wow. the dynamic of that i could not recommend these things enough so please put them in your diary put them in the calendar, put a calendar alert on and just settle down to watch them with a cup of tea and a bit of cake or some mince pie or something like that. But they're fantastic. Please and you remind will learn us what they're called. The Christmas Lectures. It'll BBC be twi- One. BBC One, I'm pretty sure. Um, let me just... Uh, 28th, 29th and 30th, And the 30th, yeah. Okay. Uh, BBC Four, they're actually on. Oh, so these are on... Actually, I take it all back. BBC Four, 28th, 29th and 30th of December at 8pm. Now, always they've been on in the morning in the past, so this is the first time I've ever known them be on at 8 p.m. at night. But maybe they're trying to BBC mix Four. BBC Four. Okay. Um, they were always just on mainstream TV uh, in the past. Well, that's sad. Yeah, it is a bit sad, isn't it? Because more people would get to see them if they were on uh, on there. Um, but well, you can hopefully go on... we will have um, pushed some people that way. Yes, well, I hope so. So if you go to the website, R-G, rigb.org, the Royal Institution, the Royal Institution, that is, so rigb.org. You can find out all about them there, but I, I, I literally couldn't recommend them enough. It's so brilliant. And I meet so many people that say, oh, sometimes I can't think of anything to think about. This is one of those things that you could go and watch this and you would always have something to talk about. Oh, yeah. On New Year's Eve, you're stuck with someone to talk to I mean, this is my favourite thing, something. that you've always got something to talk about. Yeah, well, that's because I watch stuff like this. Yes. And uh, this is stuff that I'm teaching my kids. Yeah. You know, you don't have to talk about Love Island. Or the weather. Or the weather. Or any of that stuff. No. You medium, can go deep immediately. Medium talk to big talk. Yeah, to that's win. it. No small talk. No small talk. Um, so was he an epidemiologist? This guy? Yes. Yes. Okay, so weirdly, yeah. one of the other things that I'm going to recommend this week mm-hmm. is a book by an epidemiologist. Oh, okay, great. Um, he's called Timothy Spector, Tim Spector. Mm-hmm. And... I'm recommending a book that he's written called Spoonfed, um, but he's an epidemiologist and he's a science writer. He's also um, got an OBE mm-hmm. because he just got it in um, 2020 because 
during the onset of the pandemic in um, March 2020, um, so Spectre is studying, does this twin study, and he's got an app where he studies these twins and they apply and everything, and um, there was a genetic study, and they took that app and tweaked it a little bit to begin an investigation of COVID-19 symptoms. And then he's um, a lecturer at King's, um, King's College. Yep. And, guy, and he works at Guy's and St. Thomas's. And they um, repurposed it into a COVID symptom study. And they actually got up to 4 million users in the end. Um, and then the next month, the um, project got grant funding from the Department of Health and Social Care. Oh. Anyway, he um, also is a dietitian. He is big into, he's very like Megan. Mm-hmm. He's uh, big into the gut, gut microbiome. Yep. I'm going to talk about Megan Rossi in a minute. But but he's a big one on um, low-fat diets are rubbish. Okay. Which always makes me immensely mm. happy because <laughs> nobody loves fat more than me. Yeah. Um, he's also really anti-fad diets. He's very into fiber, home mm. cooking. But this spoon-fed, the thing that really got me was the tagline. So it's a fantastic book for anybody to read that's into mm. food or how to live a healthier life because it's called Spoon-Fed, Why Almost Everything We've Been Told About Food Is Wrong. Okay, great. I love all <laughs> this stuff. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, I, knew, I read this book many, many moons ago called Panic Nation. And it oh, was, uh, it was really good. It's so good. They must have updated it now. So probably about twenty years ago, I, I read this mm. book. But it was about all the things that we think and just how slightly kind of wrong we've got mm. everything, you know. And it had all these scientific papers from all these professors and studies and all the rest of it talking about the, uh, things, anything from skin cancer to mm. cholesterol, you know, mm. and how we think. Oh, I thought that. Oh, cholesterol's that. a really big one. It's a fascinating one. Yeah, yeah. cholesterol's. Um, but there was some brilliant stuff in there, but that was called Panic Nation. But yes, mm. I love books like this that mm. kind of uh, open a window, uh, I guess, on something that you thought you knew quite mm. a bit about. <laughs> well, I'm going to bore you rigid. Great. I'm and very go, happy. Guess about what, that. Michael? Um, With my medium chalk. So, who did you get that book for? You bought that for somebody. I bought it for Holly, but I also bought oh, a copy good. for myself. So, so my daughter's studying dietetics. Yes. Um, so, I bought it for her. For her stocking, mm-hmm. but I also bought it for myself. I can say this out loud because we've just had our family Christmas. So yes, I was she's had say, her stocking. We've exchanged Christmas, uh-huh. some Christmas gifts uh-huh. this weekend, which is very nice, by uh-huh. the way. And I thought it's a good opportunity to perhaps Share. present some of these yep. presents that yep. uh, that we exchanged with our kids and with uh-huh. each other and one thing or another, help people with their Christmas gifts. So what date is it? This will go out on the 18th. Yeah. So it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. But um, but the last minute dash. The last minute dash. Everyone's got to do that, right? You know, so, so this is, we're in the bookshop at the moment. What have you got to offer? Um, great Thinkers. I mean, that's oh, a fantastic book. I bought it? two copies of I've that. I've seen that, yeah. And I gave them both to people and they loved them. You just I gave one to Sarah, it. one to Connor. Great yeah. Thinkers is the greatest book. I, totally. It's a, it's a completely gender neutral feast of loads of fantastic stuff so yeah it's I a great it to stocking a woman for, and to a man. yeah great so stocking everybody for loves anybody it. loves it it's got all of the kind of great thinkers of the last two and a half thousand years are in there from all the greek philosophers right up to anna freud and um, andy warhol and all sorts of great artists and, and various other people but that is a great thing to buy people the other one is that you got me last year a classic car magazine subscription and i think 
Yeah, I, for, for a bloke. Yeah, yeah, but I'm that just... That likes cars. I am recommending magazine subscriptions. Yes, in general. Like, in general. Yes. Like, they're such a good gift. Somebody gets something every month. I agree. And the magazines are great because we all, you know, we're of a generation where we loved them, right? The other thing my son got me last Christmas was a sock subscription. I get oh, socks every month. That is one, one of the greatest yeah. gifts. It's absolutely brilliant. Ever, isn't it? And a completely different style every month. And it month makes you so up. happy. Oh, and they turn up. I open my mailbox and there's a pair in there, I think. Woohoo! <laughs> I've got to crack open a beer. Can I say another yeah. really good present uh-huh. idea, which I did a lot of this Christmas? Mm-hmm. Tickets to a concert or, you know, you can often get tickets for 20, 30 pounds. And sometimes, you know, you're running around the shops and you're thinking, Mm oh, I'm going to, oh, I'll just get this. Mm -hmm. But you really know that Auntie Susan's probably never going to wear that scarf. Or you know that she might not like that smelly candle. But... The chances are, if you look up your local theatre yeah. or your local, where I live, it's the Tunbridge Wells Assembly, Assembly Halls. Halls. There's a town hall, you the corner know yeah. that there is going to be. There's the Trinity as well, the yeah. theatre there. You know that there is going to be. Something I bought on. all of my cousins mm. tickets to go and see Paul Merton and Chums. Oh, did you? Yeah. And they've got, and I I bought. Well, we can go. I bought four tickets for all four of them to go together. So they'll really enjoy yeah, that as an evening out. I know they're going to love it. They'll all laugh. Yep. It'll be an experience. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's something that you can buy for June next year, August, like whenever. I totally agree. But it's one experiences. of the great gifts. And the thing is, artists and performers have been locked down for the last two years. Mm-hmm. First of all, they need the money. So Theatres. they are playing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Anywhere they can. Mm-hmm. I've got us some Stuart Lee tickets, as you know. For yeah, uh, and you got us Mark Rabelais tickets. Yes, and you got. I mean, we we we're going we to see everything. everything. We've got Coldplay. We've got Elton John. Yeah, we're we're, we're going to see everything. But but just go on to Ticketmaster. They need it and have a look mm. and see what's on there. But Stuart Lee is touring relentlessly from mm. from now. Actually, he's already at Les Square Theatre now, all throughout January, throughout the country, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the, it is a no-brainer. Even Jimmy if you've Carl? never seen this guy before. Go and buy some tickets to go and see Stuart Lee. You'll be so thoroughly entertained by it. It's brilliant. But yes, um, Jimmy Carr is on. But but just just go on to Ticketmaster and and have a good look. Alan Partridge is playing. Yes, got your tickets for that. The Alan. But there's so many great concerts. Paul Weller's playing next year. David Gray's doing the White Ladder album mm. tour. You know, like and it's just... all these venues, they mm. need support too. Yeah. You know, the venues need support. Our artists need mm. support. Culture needs support. Yeah. So just get people tickets. A fantastic thing to do. And a good thing to do is if you buy some tickets and you think, well, I want them to be. I mean, tickets is not a very exciting thing to open, right? So you make a card. Oh my God, and you superimpose say. your husband's face onto the face of Stuart Lee, or Paul I'm going Weller to or I'm going like to post. Yeah, you're going to post a Stuart Lee picture of the card that you gave me because <laughs> it took me ten minutes before I actually realised that it wasn't Stuart Lee, that it was your face. It was so weird. You've done it so well. <laughs> yes, I've become you an are the king yeah. of the superimposed picture on a card. Well, I have to say, when you've got an iPad Pro and a pencil, which we've recommended many, many times, and Procreate, it takes mm-hmm. you about two minutes to make these things, where you can mm-hmm. just superimpose one picture over another. So I couldn't recommend the iPad and a pencil. And in fact, they've started to do cheaper iPads that the pencils now work on. So you, oh, they really? only used to work on a Pro, but now they work on, 
I think, are pretty much a standard iPad. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'd highly recommend that. I quickly want to yep. recommend another book because mm-hmm. you mentioned Great Thinkers and yep. that's by School of Life. Yeah. School of Life, the whole website, amazing gifts on there, very thought-provoking games, it's on my list, cards, School of Life. Yeah, brilliant. lots of things, but they've just brought out, I think it's a new publication, it's called A Simpler Life. Mm-hmm. And I really like this concept because um, A Simpler Life isn't just about kind of, um, you know, doing less or mm-hmm. it's about simplicity is the key to happiness and we spend our whole lives trying to make our lives more complicated Mm -hmm. and in it they talk about zen buddhism modern architecture monasteries psychoanalysis it's so interesting Mm. and again it's one of those books where you'll be talking about it at every dinner party you go to telling everybody how to have a simpler life and looking really intelligent someone was telling me about somebody the other day like the happy they found like the happiest person on earth and he lives in the tibetan mountains i think Mm. meditates for six and has absolutely nothing I yeah, mean, the yeah. more things you get, yeah, the, more the more complicated your life gets. If you've got eight cars, that's eight set of insurances. Yeah. That's eight set of... Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yes, I know, I know. I mean, I only want three helicopters, though. <laughs> yeah. So I have just purchased for my children, for their birthdays that are coming up, um, 23 and Me for each of them. Oh! Yeah. Great, right? That's so it's good. a good present. It's and now I can present. appreciate that some people don't necessarily like this idea that you're on a kind of DNA database somewhere. Mm. There might be some distant relatives that want to kind of find out who you are and where you, you are and all the rest of it. But you, you can, have a choice. Yeah, you have a choice. And the kids don't need to do this, but they've both said we quite like to do it. So I bought them the ancestry and the traits yes. uh, package, the which, which are really on offer. Half price at the moment if you buy two of them. And then I've bought the health one and the ancestry. That's really- Interesting. Yeah, well, I have to say, like, I, I, I've been feeling a bit wishy-washy for the last six months or so. And uh, so in the new year, I'm going to go and have all my bloods done and just do a general routine check. No doubt someone will place their finger in my bum and things like that to just check the uh, the old prostate, make sure that's still supposed to be. Yeah. So Billy Conley always says it's supposed to be like a donut, not like a bagel. Um, but uh, I don't quite know what that means, but I assume when they test it, I'll go, ah, there's the bagel. <laughs> there's the frosted glazed donut. It all seems to be fine. Um, so, yes, I, but I thought, oh, I might do the, the well, I am going to do the health. And uh, so I bought the health and ancestry one, which is about £149, but it's £50 off at the moment, that also so i bought uh, the whole package for 178 pounds i think so i've saved 129 pounds at the moment that's amazing this is not an ad for them by the way i'm just doing this and i thought it might i'm going to mention well, it I'm because obviously i think it's on a good 23 me you you did, i did ancestry but i didn't do 23 me and i cuz i gave you ancestry yes you did and so i'm i'm a big i'm big into dna mm. and that, that's all come from filming long lost family yes and i feel like it is my duty to be available to be found but yeah. not everybody feels that they want yeah, to be sure. found which is fair enough mm. but the health stuff that they do on 23andme is fascinating yes because um you know you have to be prepared for the stuff that you find out i don't want to divulge Yes. Um, my health history mm-hmm. on this podcast no, no. but it's been incredibly interesting it's been enlightening yes uh, and really even down to things like people with my genetic makeup fall asleep 
easier. I mean, I know you already knew this, but oh my God. but what they it's do so with your DNA, they ask you they ask you so many questions, mm. and then they look at your DNA and they go, oh, this appears to be something mm. that people with this specific gene. Yes. find it easier because they've got millions and millions and millions of people on the database so okay. they can oh, it, it's, okay. it's fascinating so they're discovering stuff yes. about groups of yes. people that have certain traits DNA. having oh god well I'm really excited about this like I said I did Ancestry but it was just the, the family tree thing I did I didn't do anything more specific than that so I'm looking forward to doing this so and like I said the kids that's a very good gift I think and that's so, an extremely good gift for an elder yeah, an older person. person yeah. To find out, you, they also tell you what percentage mm. Northern European, mm. Mid European, part African. Mm. I've got part like a point zero five percent Native American I, Indian. Like I'm, I was like, oh wow, that's brilliant. I'm two percent Swedish. Well, that doesn't surprise me at all, though. Yeah. You're, you're saying that like that would surprise. I, I Blonde would, hair, blue eyes. Yes, I can yeah. totally see you being Swedish. I really like ABBA, you know, and I never <laughs> understood why. There's a lot more to Sweden than ever. <laughs> um, I've um, got a brilliant thing to recommend. Okay, good, good. Okay, so I've been wanting to find a way to recommend this for ages. Yeah. I was always a bit scared because I thought everybody would think that I was like a frisky minx. Mm-hmm. But I think Christmas is the time that you want to share this kind of stuff. Yeah. There is a company called Honey Badette. Mm-hmm. And it's weird because when I show girlfriends of mine my Honey Badette underwear, they're like, where's that from? And I say, Honey Badette. And they go, what's that? What's that? And yeah. I think... How does everybody not know about Honey Badette? It is, it is special occasion underwear because it's really expensive. Okay. I mean, we're talking a bra costs anything between 80 and 100 pounds. Wow. Okay. But this is a bra Mm -hmm. that is a work of art. Okay. I mean, what it does to your tetas which is the Spanish word for potatoes. Boobies, okay. Um, it is like extraordinary. It's so beautiful. And the pants are between 55 and 65. And I was thinking it's the kind of thing that um, a woman would rarely buy for themselves. It, yes. is, it is a gift. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are a man or a woman and you are wanting to buy something for your lady, mm-hmm. um, or even a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Possibly your, for yourself. Or for yourself. Mm-hmm. Well done, Michael. Because that's what we're all about. For Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're going to buy a bra, buy, for the love of God, buy two pairs of the matching pant. Okay. Because, because what happens... faster than bras. Yeah, right? so you wash your bra once mm. every two or three buys. But if you've only got one pair of pants, you have to kind of wash your pants once every time you want yeah. to wear your bra. Just you get three or four wears out of them, though, don't you? No. Stop. No. <laughs> That's not even funny. So. Someone surely will go, have that. Go. Honey Badette's been bought by Playboy. Don't let that put you off. Okay. It is quite racy. Yeah, it's very... Um, I'm just looking at the it's, website It's now, very yeah. pretty. Blimey. It's very um, pretty colours. Mm. Uh, very feminine. They do very lovely pyjamas and everything. But like I said, it's very spenny, but it is... It's a present that anybody, and it comes in a beautiful box, mm-hmm. and it's so beautifully wrapped, yes, and everything looks very amazing. well presented, isn't it? You could you could just drop various hints to your husband. Uh, keep dropping these things in his email box at yeah, work. He'd be, he'd no, don't do not drop them in the email <laughs> box. At work. But anyway, honeybadette.com would be a lovely gift for anyone yeah. um, who enjoys pretty underwear. I totally agree. Get, and get 
ones there. Yeah, give yeah. us. Yeah, okay. Oculus Quest 2. Oh, no brainer. It's still bloody brilliant. A brilliant thing. This is this thing that's made by Facebook. It's You enter this 3D world of magic. So I, I talked about it last year, I think, probably, and I've had mine for about a year, but um, I still think it's a brilliant gift. You're a bit short on what to buy for some somebody. An Oculus Quest 2, I think they're £200, but wow. Yeah. I mean, nothing has fried my brain quite as good as that. And just a little uh, nod back to the past, a Megan B handbag. Yeah. I mean, Can't go wrong. they're so great. So go on their Instagram page, they've got a shop there and all the rest of it. These are these handbags that you use quite a lot, and they're really, really nice. So there I, you go. I would like to talk mm-hmm. about Vago.com. Mm-hmm. So... Temporary car insurance. I didn't know about this. This is a new oh, thing. Yeah. And I think at Christmas time, <gasps> when people get uh, a bit tipsy yeah. or um, especially kind of students or friends or something, you're at a party and you want to get driven home and there's one person who hasn't drunk, but they're not the owner of the car. They're not insured on that car. Yeah. You know, young people don't have. So the other day, Harriet, who's mm-hmm. um, my, my eldest daughter's best friend, she wanted to give my other daughter... Um, a lift somewhere she wasn't insured on Holly's car she didn't have a car with her so she quickly went on vago.com and she got herself insured you you give a time window mm-hmm. when you want to be insured and it's less you know you, it's kind of per hour but it was £8.90 to insure herself on Holly's car yeah. for five hours <clears throat> this and is I a thought, brilliant a brilliant idea when I heard you talking about it the other day I was like why has this not existed for ages? Maybe it has, but it's always seemed a hassle to say, mm. could you put me on the insurance for a couple of days? It's like, you're on the phone for two hours giving all sorts of God stuff. She did it all online. Mm. She did it all on her phone and uh, £8.90, whatever. And it's spelt V-E-Y-G-O, Vago. Um, dot com. Dot com. And presumably there's an app, I think. Yep. Uh, Harriet was saying <laughs> yep. but I've got to download this because there's loads of times I think well I could take their car instead of mine yes. or whatever you know save the mileage and the fuel on mine <laughs> <laughs> burn through theirs you know <laughs> yeah um, so I'm really pleased because um, I love it when somebody gives us like a really amazing yeah. and Harriet really I was like what Yeah. this is too good so I went to the cinema the other day. Yes. Um, we, were, me and Joel, were mooching around the West End, which yeah. I've not done for ages, really. No. We, he took me Did to. Did you his like fa- the lights? Yeah, I love the lights. He took, West End of London. He took me to um, his favourite Japanese restaurant, which was quite funny because it's right on the edge of Chinatown. Yeah. And I said this. I think you probably find this is Chinese up here. He went, "No, it's Japanese." I'm like, "Wow." But I thought it was quite funny that the yes. Japanese was just muscling on on Chinatown, <laughs> you know. Anyway, we went there and it was really good. Can't was it? It was oh, I a really tiny little go. cheapy place, just on. In but a amazing. Tiny, yeah, just really good, you know. Mm. So we ate there, and then I, I, I saw the Book of Mormon was on, and I said, "Should we just go and see? We can go and see the Book of Mormon." If you haven't seen the Book of Mormon, I've been three times. It's the funniest musical I've ever seen. It is a musical which will literally wind you with how inappropriate yeah. it is. But you need to be eighteen, presumably. No, I took, no, I've taken everybody. Have like you? taken. It's very rude. It's very, very um, rude. And but we, 16, I would say, is a good age. We went there and they said, no, it's completely sold out tonight. So then we mooched around and we decided we got the cinema. And the only thing that was on was Spencer, the Lady Diana Spencer So how film. did you feel about that? Well, I was like, I wanted to see that. And Joel said, I'd love to see it. Now, my Joel's only 15. I thought he probably doesn't love to see it. But I think he was trying to be nice to me. Oh, and say, like, well, I'll go and see whatever you want to go and see. And I said, okay, oh. let's go and see this. 
Now, I have to say that I would say this film has not made the cut, generally <gasps> speaking. I, I, and I don't want to... We wanna, never do this. We never do this. So I don't particularly want to criticise it because I think there's lots of people out there that want to see it. But my suggestion would be go on your own. Don't take anybody. What? Because it's a very, very weird, specific niche film that I think if you took somebody, the pressure of you thinking, oh, I've brought this person to this film and then probably not enjoying it, and then you get I know I don't want to see it. Yeah, okay. So there's lots of problems with it. Mm. There's lots of... F- f- the music in it is like, oh, my God, like nails down a blackboard this the whole time. so weird hearing it, you say that. I know, like... um, and it's set across three days. It's set across Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day, probably in about 1992, 93, I reckon. Mm. And um, and there's some interesting themes in it. Like, there's a bit where when all the guests arrive at Balmoral, they all get weighed. And the idea is <gasps> that when you leave, you've got to have put on three pounds in weight. It's like a quit, like a fun game they do. And you've is got this to have enjoyed fact yourself. or is it fiction? I have no idea. See, like, the whole is, thing is, is, is a mystery to me. This is what I hate. Um, and it's kind of, you know... It's problematic, but what I would say is that if you're interested in the story, and like I say, it's only set over those three days, so it's not a biopic across the course of her life, but they're trying to put all the different themes of Diana in these three days and use the different things as kind of metaphors for how she was treated and how she behaved and things like that. Um, But go on your own. Just go and immerse yourself in it and enjoy it on your own. That's the only way I would go and see this film, if I Mm. was you. Um, But that's uh, it's called Spencer... Uh, and it's the one about Lady Diana. Um, I want to talk finally mm-hmm. about Megan Rossi. Okay. So I did talk about her a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. Like Tim Spector, he she is um, she works at King's. She is a lecturer. She's written a couple of books. Um, she is a dietitian. She's passionate about fibre. She's passionate about our little bacteria swimming around in our stomachs and how can we get more bacteria mm. she has the face of an angel mm. and, and the hair of, of like, a lion of a lion <laughs> Lion's i mean yeah. if she's not a good advert for eating well i don't know yes. who is like I she agree. is kind yeah. of she just exudes health yes and <clears throat> she's written a book which i gave and i don't give quotes too many books Mm -hmm. I only give quotes to books that I think are going to make a difference to people's lives and this book definitely will it's called Eat More Live Well Um, again it's for for any kind of foodie in your house Mm -hmm. but what I like about it is it's healthy food that isn't frightening Mm mm-hmm you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like you look at it and you think, oh, I could actually do yeah, that. Yeah, it's not intimidating. I think, yeah, I sometimes think really mm. healthy food is really intimidating. Mm. Be be warned, she puts quite a lot of food, uh, fibrous food in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be a bit farty for a bit. But it's a really, really good, lovely book. Tons of really good information in there. Tons of really good tips on how you can eat better yeah. easily. And that's what it's all about. Oh, my God. I'm... I'm, I'm... I've got some New Year's resolutions next year, and yes. one of them is to try and eat better. Yes. Uh, you know, I've got well, otherwise this doing... gut yeah. connects to your brain, yeah. and it has the power to make us happier. Yeah. Well, great. You know, I mean, I don't. I'm not too. You're not unhappy. That. I'm not unhappy. It's not yeah. that really. But just, but I feel, could just feel healthier. Like, yeah, I could do with feeling. But I think a bit it's. It, I think it'll be interesting to see things like your iron levels and. Yeah. Well, that's why I quite like to do the blood tests. I think just do with a little assessment you might need a tweak of like your food intake you might need more iron or more More i don't know more guinness yeah Yeah. (laughs) 
um, more prawn linguine, more carbonara, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know, but it'd be quite interesting just to have a little play around with that. But that sounds uh, that sounds great. I think in the new year I've got we've got to get back on the fitness regime. Have you got any more? Because I've got one new I've one. Got loads got, of stuff. Yeah, but I've got a new one that's really really good for Christmas. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I, I'm listing Christmas things. Should, oh, okay. Should, well, well, go, go on. You do one. So obviously, um, I got all your uh, Chester and my two little uh, nuggets, the Leathermans that you can get uh, engraved. I couldn't recommend them enough. They okay, you talked about those last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah they were but really just, good. Just a little reminder if people are, are doing that. And then the other thing, which is a great gift, is buying your kids or your husband a bit of Bitcoin. Oh. It's a good gift, this. No, it's a good so gift. So my recommendation is to download the Binance app or one called Coinbase. They're both good. Um, but what... what what Because what what, uh, you lost a lot, like... Off yes. the bat. So how do you not do that? Well, you can just in- invest in, in some of the bigger, more stable coins, which right. is Ethereum or Bitcoin. Right. Which Ethereum is E-T-H. So the first three letters, basically, they're usually abbreviated, and Bitcoin is BTC. So once you buy into these apps, you, you let's say you import £100, £100 great British pounds from a credit card or a debit card mm. into the app, and you buy Bitcoin with it. And mm. you could just have Bitcoin and that's it and just watch it do its thing. It'll go up, it'll mm. go down, and one thing or another. At the moment, it's quite low. It's about £38,000 a coin. So, you only so buy now is a good time now to buy? Now is a very good time to buy because it was at £50,000 a month ago. So if you're buying at £38,000, it'll definitely go back up to fifty again because they do. They just go up and down all the time. Mm. The big question is how big will Bitcoin become? Mm. And there are people out there saying one Bitcoin could easily go for a million pounds. in One day? Two, yeah like in two or three or ten years' time. Mm. And there was another guy talking about it. If you just left it in Bitcoin. If you just leave it in Bitcoin for ten years. If you'd have bought Bitcoin four years ago... No, don't even tell me about it. ...and and left it there, you'd be a multi-multi-millionaire now. There's loads of them all over the world. They all made a fortune. So, Binance or Coinbase, put a hundred quid in there and buy Bitcoin and give it to, I don't know, your kid who's 15 or 16 Mm. or give it to your husband or give Mm. it to your wife or whatever it is. Because it might just be something that turns into something else. Yes. The other thing I would say is that they're, they're becoming more and more relevant and they're more and more used. So it's quite a good way just to kind of learn a bit about what Bitcoin is well, we should, and where you'd be able you to use said, it and all that kind of stuff. You know, you Don't said, you? Yeah. We, we, like, I feel like I need to know about Bitcoin. Yes. And you went and educated yourself. That's why and I it did is, it. it was it's a new thing yeah. to us. Yeah. And we didn't really understand it. Yes. It's a bit like the metaverse. Yeah, we'll yeah. explain what the metaverse is next year. Next year, yes. We are still learning. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, these are things that we all have to know mm. about because we can't halt progress. No. But we must also state, and this is really important, that placing your money in Bitcoin is effectively gambling. You must only buy as much Bitcoin yeah, as can you can afford to lose. Yeah. Um, because... As Michael found out very rapidly, mm. you could potentially lose everything yeah. overnight. I, 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 and you, there's no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. Nobody knows what's going to happen, how the market's going to mm. go, what's going to go on. Mm. Or somebody like Elon Musk comes along and says, I'm not going to take Bitcoin anymore. Yeah, it's hugely and, temperamental. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's highly so influenced So only put in things. as much as you can well, that's lose. That's what I said. A hundred quid's quite a yeah. good little gift because, um, it, it you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna worry about it too much, but mm. it's amazing where you can end up with uh, with it, and it's a really good little uh, fun gift. Mm. Um, okay, 
So the Meatbox Company. Yeah. <laughs> so the Meatbox Company. Uk. Mm-hmm. Um, they are a company a farm in Devon, and it's in the heart of Devon, and it basically um, is very environmentally friendly. It's um, all homegrown meat. Mm. It delivers. Um, they generate fifty percent of their electricity with their own wind turbines, fifty kilowatt solar panels, and plan to increase this in coming years. They recycle all their waste heat from their fridges and freezers into heating for their water. Wow! They've got a series of water saving measures in place, which have reduced their water usage by sixty percent over the past few years. And they use recyclable packaging. Um, they've got nationwide next day delivery available. Um, red tractor certified meat and blast frozen I don't know if you know what that is no but it's basically to kind of lock in freshness oh okay they do but it fast can you just they? quickly take a look I was going to say a butcher's <laughs> take a butcher's at take this a butcher's meat. at this meat so the essentials Ooh. box um, I mean the Christmas family yeah. box £95 the festive box let's see what comes in the Christmas family box Boneless turkey breast joint, two and a half kilos. Boneless gammon. Traditional pigs in blanket. Traditional pork sausage meat. Unsmoked streaky bacon. Sirloin steak, eight Mm, ounce. Ribeye steak, eight ounce, two of those. Mm. Back bacon times one. Pork sausages times one. Black pudding times one. I mean, when I say one, it's a package. Yeah, yeah, of of course. And that's a lot of meat. For 95 For 95 quid. It's very good. And then they've got boneless turkey breast Mm. joints, boneless gammon. Anyway, um, wherever you live in the UK, uh, this company makes really has really Mm. really good quality, ethical, sustainable. I'm so busy. I just struggle to get to the supermarket. I'd love a delivery of food. Yeah, and you can build you can build your own box. Like if you if you want to find something that. You know, you you don't particularly want what's in um, um, the chi- I mean, the chicken box looks phenomenal, yeah. and it's very very hard nowadays to find breasts with skin on. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Don't yeah. Just I'm just laughing at because the the name box is funny. I think a pork box, a lamb box, a chicken box, a meat box. I think yeah. I mean, what else do you call it? You know, I don't know, but it's really making Ooh, the me... lamb box looks amazing. Yeah. It does, a mixed I mean, look at the look at the beef box. Oh, a mixed game box. I mean, anyway, what could that be? It's a really nice yeah. idea. It's supporting farmers. It's supporting. Um, I do want to look at the mixed game box because it does actually look really bloody nice. That what do you get in there? A whole, a whole pheasant, pheasant, a partridge, a whole, four whole partridges, <sighs> four pheasant fillets, a diced game, one diced pie game mix. pie mix. Oh God! Four I venison did. loin steaks um, and one diced venison. Can we go and eat after we finish this yes. podcast? Yes, I'm going to close that now. But okay. I thought it, I'm not sure if they're still taking Christmas orders. But if no, they no. say they deliver by the next day, I think they must be. They should be, yeah. They must be. Um, very good. You bought me this Jimmy Carr book. Oh, have you read any of it? I mean, I've read like the first two chapters or something. Have like you? That. It's so good. Is it? Yeah. I mean, it's just he's read everything I've ever read. Basically, yes, it seems. he is. So you. We're, I'm thinking, oh, if I wrote a book, it would be. But not as would funny. Say, it would, yeah, I'm much funnier than yeah. Jimmy Carr. But what he's done throughout it as well, which is really good, is obviously it's riddled with humour and mm. all of that kind of stuff. Um, but he's got loads of really great quotes from from various people. So there's this one here that says, um, "You have to go the way your blood beats. If you don't live, the only life 
that you have, you won't live some other life. You won't live any life at all. And that's from James Baldwin. Alex, much older, way blacker brother. Uh, I don't know what that means. Is right on this. You've got to live your life. Um, and then there's another really great one as well from, um, I think it's, um, well, there's the, Philip, the great Philip Larkin. Yeah, one. yeah, so they good. They you up, your mum and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and add some extra just for you. <laughs> I thought was good. But this is a great uh, great one. So this is from Marianne Williamson. Are you familiar with this woman? Mm-hmm. So this is Oprah Winfrey's mm-hmm. guru and mm-hmm. one-time presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. How do you know this person? Just just... I'm a, I was obsessed with, with Oprah. Oprah. I mean, obsessed. Um, and it says here, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us the most. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. Well, that's a, that's a uniquely mean, British trait, isn't it, to play small? Yes, but there's loads of stuff in here like this. It's really good quote from Viktor Frankl as well oh, you know wow. like so you can yes. you get the theme of the book immediately oh well this you? is you know, it that's yes. one of my favorite quotes from the book right. the last of the human freedoms is to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances it's the choice you've got we right? have the yeah. power to choose how we feel mm. about any situation in the world mm. like any situation that could happen to us in our lives um, and then, of course, there's a section on how he got publicly shamed, which yep. I think is well worth uh, experiencing. And then this is one from Jean... Jeanne Cocteau. 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 Mm. Of course, I believe in luck. How else does anyone explain the success of those we don't like? <laughs> <laughs> they got lucky, them lot. But um, I just read the first chapter, really, and I was just like, ah, oh, God, I'm just going to love this. It's a great book. So please buy that for people. Another little uh, Christmassy gift is anything from Xylus. Oh, my God. Yeah, anything from Xylus. The mandolin, the chopper, the frying pans, all great and stuff. And again, not paid by Xylus. Not paid by Xylus. Just uh, uh, any woman, that that chopper is so funny. Yes. We talk about this every week almost. No, like, we don't. We haven't whenever, mentioned it for ages. Really, whenever, we talked about it last week. I know, week, but, but, but I just wanted to say whenever, it's a, such good gifts. Whenever someone comes round, mm-hmm. they're always like, oh, my God, what is that? Um, the the wallet, the Seagrid wallet, yeah. uh, they're the really good, uh, a great little uh, gift. The best candle, what's the best candle, do you think, uh, if you're going to buy a candle for someone? It's, I mean, if I'm going to give a gift, yeah. because it's expensive, and yeah. it's the kind of thing you wouldn't buy yourself, mm. I love a diptyque candle. And the one that I love more than any other is the number 34, because uh-huh. it's a mixture when people used to walk in the diptyque shop, yes. they'd go, oh, this, this shop smells so amazing. Mm-hmm. Of all the scents, it's just fantastic. And I think it was something like 34 different scents. Really? So, so they, they made a candle of the smell of their shop. It is so nice, that, isn't it? Mm. I've got a little recommendation for a... Uh, I've been listening to Paolo Nettini quite a lot on, mm. uh, on, the, on the YouTubes, actually, because I always like live versions, because he's mm. got such a great voice. But there's a song called mm. Better Man on there. <gasps> And it's such a nice song, so I just wanted to recommend that because I've been listening to that a lot this week. Mm. And I've watched a couple of things recently that I've really enjoyed. One is something on the iPlayer. I often go to the iPlayer and just look in the music section and see what's there. And I ended up watching um, this documentary documentary show about Agneta. Agneta from ABBA? Yes. Yeah. 
I don't know why I ended up watching that. How but did I that happen? It. I don't know. I was just flicking through, and I like music documentaries and things like that. But just about her, not the rest of ABBA. Yes, not not really about. Well, it, it, I think she was launching a solo career, so I think the BBC had done a, a, um, something on her, mm. and then they ended up. They had all the interviews with all the band, and then all people around them from that time, and then now, and it was just really good because you think, oh yeah, I know ABBA and all the rest of it, and they're quite good, but then. You just, you see them in relationships, the fact that they were all married, you know. Yeah, I keep forgetting that. And then they all got divorced. And then they still went on tour, all of them having got separated from each other. And that's quite weird, right? Yeah, so even so just weird. that, you know. And they were so famous all over the world. I mean, the they world. were my favourite you know, band. massive. Yes. But um, when he writes, um, I don't want to talk. Da, 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 da. You know, and you think that's after they've split up, you know. And he writes this absolute banger of a song about them breaking up. And he says it's not really them breaking up, it is just a kind of song that fell out of him. And he never wrote it with them in mind. But when she sang it, it was just like boom. And you just think, oh yeah, it's such a great little documentary. So on the BBC iPlayer, let me just double check what it's called. Abba and After, it's called. It's just one episode of it. And uh, how do you pronounce her name? Agnetha. Agnetha? Agnetha. So it's mainly can about I, her. Can I quickly yes. just say something? Mm-hmm. You do look like you could be in Abba. In Abba, yes. I'm and Benia. I could be, I think you and me could be those two. Yeah, he's not if aged we ever very get, well, though. The if other we ever get do. invited to a party. But we could go as. We should go as them. Yeah. If we, we ever get invited to a party <laughs> ever again. <laughs> Um, anyway, I really, really enjoyed uh, that little thing. It was really good. And the other thing I thoroughly enjoyed, which yeah. has nothing to do with Christmas or anything, but, you know, we follow John Cordwell on the internet, yes. uh, on the Instagrams and all that, and he's kind of Britain's richest taxpayer, I think, personal mm. taxpayer. He's mm. more personal mm. tax than anybody else. You know, he's worth two and a half billion pounds. But there's a, he, they made a TV show about him uh, on Channel 4 called Britain's Most Expensive Home. And he bought a London home in Mayfair and then refurbished it. Mm. And it's on Channel 4, this thing. So you have to go on 4OD, go mm-hmm. and look at Britain's most expensive home. It's a series, so it's not just his house. Yeah. But um, the house was £65 million to buy. Yes. And then he had a £10 million refurbished budget. Oh, my God. And it God. went over budget. <gasps> and he spent £63 million what? having it renovated. But you know what's interesting? It's brilliant. Is he's not embarrassed. No, I think that's why I love him so much, because he's not ashamed of it or feels a bit self-conscious of it. It's just like, wow, let's do this. Let's, yes. have, let's, let's cover this in gold. It's the biggest ballroom, privately owned ballroom in Britain and possibly in Europe. I think what's it called? Saying. Britain's Most Expensive Home. And it's on Channel Four. It's four OD. You'll have to get it back. Okay. So it's a few years old now. So why thought, did? Oh. How did you? How did you find it? Well, I think I just I do this thing when something pings up in my Instagram, I save it, but I don't necessarily read it because I might be busy or something like that. But I think, oh, I want to look at that later. So mm. occasionally I just go back through my saved things, mm. and I'd saved a post that he had done. Said, oh, Channel Four's repeating this tonight, but this mm. is my beautiful Mayfair home that we had refurbished five I years do. ago. Whatever. I love the fact that he doesn't mind. Me too. I mean, I am desperately private about Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely... But, but you're home. famous, like, right? Yeah, but he's famous. Hey, but he's... I don't... Yeah, I know what you mean, but I don't I guess he's particularly famous. You know, mm. most people wouldn't know who he, who he was. Um, but it's... But I know what you mean. The fact that he's letting you in. But I, I mean, I, really I love him for letting us yeah. in because I love seeing it. 
oh yeah, I love fruit kale and all that. But fruit this kale? Fruit kale. What? You suddenly went very northern. Well, because he does that. Lee fruit, Francis. Yes, Lee. Yeah. What's he called? Keith Lemon. I would. Let's go. Fruit kale. Can you imagine letting him in no. the house? Like, no way. It would be... Horrific. He's like a heat-seeking missile for embarrassing stuff in your house. Yeah, and you have got a lot of embarrassing stuff. Shut up, in, I have in... not. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh. Um, but yes, I really enjoyed that, that show for all sorts of different reasons. It was fab. And um, finally, this current episode of Succession is the greatest you're episode in. I've seen. Oh, really? Ever. There's a meeting between Kendall and his father, Roy, and it is brutal. Is it? Yes. Because one of them thinks he's going there to make peace and the other one stabs him in the chest virtually. I mean, like metaphorically. I think oh. I know who's who. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, I'm really, you know... It, so if you're watching Succession season one and two, please stick with it because there's plenty of reasons to not. But season three... Oh, it's... Yeah. Whoosh. Whoosh. It's great. Um, I hope there's been plenty of uh, nuggets of gold in there for people's Christmas present ideas and things like that. If not, go on to Entail and go through the back catalogue of episodes this year and there's loads of stuff we've talked loads about. Loads and loads of stuff. That would be helpful. Um, go and buy tickets to concerts and um, I'm going to talk... Music and comedy. And comedy, I'm, comedy, yeah. comedy. Because can... people love laughing and we haven't done enough laughing recently. No, All comedians have, have been shut down. Mm. Musicians have been able to still perform, mm. still release material, but comedians have really not been able to be funny and no. they want to come out and be funny for us and we mm. need to support them. Yeah, it's a, 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 I back that all the way. I, mm. I, I love a bit of stand-up comedy. Mm. Um, and I was going to talk about the restaurant, but let's save it until we've been. Yes, okay. And then we can talk about it. It's, okay. I know it's a London restaurant, but you're going to come to London at some point, aren't you? Yeah, so well, I would say would it's be... worth a trip to London oh God, to yeah, come to outrageous. this restaurant. We'll talk about it in the new year. Yes. Can we all, can we say a very Merry Christmas? Happy Christmas, everyone. Everybody. And thanks so much for listening. And Happy We've New Year. I had lots of lovely messages this week from people mm. saying that this podcast really helped them through lockdown. Aww. And it's been really nice. It's like sitting with a couple of friends and all that kind of stuff. And we just really appreciate all of that. And also, I think it really helped us in lockdown, right? Oh my God, it's been great. It's been yeah. huge support for us. Yeah. yeah. Um, thanks very much to Saskia. Thank you, Saskia. Thanks very much to Olivia. Thank you, fourth member of the band. Yes. And we will see you, I think, probably week the, the 8th of January. Something like that. Something like that. So the, beginning, the beginning of January after the kids have gone back to school. Yes, after they've gone back to school. Let's get the kids back to school. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.